hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, bringing you Uncovering the Truth. Sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Make sure you make your $11 a month contribution now before Christmas, because this is the season of hope in which Tunnel to Towers, and we'll tell you more about it, are building homes for those uh, of our warriors and and, and police officers and others who who are uh, there fighting for our lives and give up theirs or give up their limbs. And my goodness, you can't find an organization better than that. They build smart homes for them and they pay for mortgages. And it's $11 a month, T2T.org. Do it now. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is the time of the year to do it. You're going to feel better if you do it. Uh, Dr. Maria is not with us today, which means you're probably all going to sign off now and I'll have no calls. Nobody will want to call. Uh, because she's so brilliant and she has all the right answers to everything. Maybe, maybe she'll call in. She uh, took a visit to Canada to visit her granddaughter. We can't. Christmas time, we can't begrudge her taking a visit to see her granddaughter, although all of us miss her. Uh, so I'm going to start off with the one that jumped out at me the most, and then we're going to have some calls. And the one that jumped out at me the most, I don't know. This isn't funny. And I do find that you should get mad at me because I laugh at things that I shouldn't laugh at. I laugh at Biden. You shouldn't laugh at Biden. He's got his hand near this stupid button. He might think it's vanilla ice cream. Boom. There goes the world. How about this? This wasn't the main headline in the Post uh, yesterday, but it just jumped out at me. I copied it, stuck it up on my wall. Migrants rise from manholes. Migrants rise from manholes. So I thought, oh, probably just one. This is in El Paso. I don't know if you've ever been to El Paso. I have. I'm going to tell you a really interesting story about El Paso. Because right across El Paso used to be, I don't know if it is now, the most dangerous city in Mexico, Juarez. And El Paso used to be a very safe city. And uh, now El Paso is a disaster of course, it has a Democrat mayor. You know that. Mm-hmm. Name me a city <laughs> that has a Democrat mayor that isn't a disaster. Why do you vote for them? Well, that's another story. But now, so, okay, so it says that migrants are rising from manholes. And a local news crew actually caught it on film. I have not seen this film. I'm searching for it. K-V-I-A-T-V. You, uh, you, you go to my... Um, podcast this week and i'll have i'll have the film you'll see it we'll look at them, we'll look at them coming up out of the so they the, the river the river apparently is too, it's too crowded and now it turns out that a resident named rosalina tapia who was interviewed told the station she's looking to buy a gun because she fears for her safety as smugglers have attempted to get into parked cars to make a quick getaway and she's seen smugglers uh, now doing it for several weeks. 
She's seen smugglers waiting for the migrants to climb out onto the street where they're waiting for them to lead them further into the country. And that it is obviously something that's been worked out with the uh, group that runs our border. Uh, not, unfortunately, our Border Patrol or our, all of our immigration uh, uh, officials, uh, certainly not uh, the, the head of uh, the head of a of, of uh, homeland security who should be impeached, uh, and certainly not our uh, feckless president. It's run by the cartels, uh, uh, given to the cartels by Joe Biden. Now the White House is uh, threatening us with disinformation uh, condemnation if we say the border is uh, open. That's like the condemnation that I received for putting out the uh, Hunter Biden hard drive when I was accused by Biden during a debate with the president of being a Russian agent. Uh, and then so were uh, Senator, Senators Johnson and uh, I'm sorry, Senators um, uh, uh, Grassley was, was, was accused of that. And, uh, and I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. They just, they just keep doing that. I don't know if he directly accused the senators, but it's sort of indirect. He, he directly accused me. So I better just stick with that so that I don't go beyond that. But he directly, the president directly accused me of being, uh, you know, somehow an agent for the Russians. Now, that has turned out to be categorically untrue, 100 percent, 1,000 percent untrue. The president hasn't seen fit to apologize. That did tremendous damage to my reputation, to my law practice. Um, and now and now they're trying to do it. If you uh, they're trying to make it like you're some kind of a um, you're some kind of a traitor. If you say that the border is open because you're helping the cartels. Now, what a bunch of nonsense that is. What an inversion of truth and logic. Here's what helped the cartels. This was the best day the cartels had since uh, uh, since I left being U.S. attorney or associate. No, U.S. attorney. When Biden said at the Democratic convention when he was nominated that everyone should surge to the border and come in. And then uh, he and his uh, Democratic morons promised things like uh, health care, Adams uh, and uh, de Blasio, health care, uh, schooling, uh, b- b- uh, citizenship. And uh, Biden backed that up uh, so- soon as soon they came into office. He moved a lot of people towards citizenship. Um, pretty much uh, not really being uh, questioned very carefully and being vetted at all. Uh, most of them weren't even tested for COVID while we while we had this terrible COVID crisis going on. Um, so, and then if you interview the people, you ask them, uh, you know, why are you here? Well, Biden told us to come. This is a Biden-created mass infiltration of the United States of America. It's now upwards of five million people. That's about three million uh, caught, more maybe, about three and a half million caught. The, uh, the, the, the numbers used for those not observed when people are caught are usually about, you know, one for one. So if a million people come in and are arrested, a million people probably came in 
and were never seen at all. It's a big border. And uh, you realize the more that come in and are arrested, the more that come in and are not, uh, are, are not, uh, are not observed because our resources are being used much more extensively. And at this point, any Border Patrol uh, official who can talk, and some of them do, uh, will tell you that they're not doing any kind of border inspection at all. So I'm sorry, uh, maybe uh, they're going to accuse me again of doing something or try to suspend my law license for being a danger, which they already did. They can't do it again. And they keep doing it, by the way, without any concern at all about what it might be doing to my First Amendment rights. But obviously, these people have no regard for the Constitution, no regard for truth. Imagine saying people are going to be, you know, ostracized and condemned and canceled if they say the border is open. The border is open. The border is open. And it is going to be a disaster in three days when Article 42 is no longer able to be used. Article 42 was uh, put into effect by the president who had control of the border, President Trump, the president who made the deal with Mexico, that the people would be checked in Mexico first before they came here which brought down border crossings dramatically. But you know that their goal for years has been to destroy our border, to destroy our country, and to destroy our nationality. A country without borders is not a country. It's a, it's a, uh, a, a constantly changing mass of people with uh, totally different values, if any, very often people who are desperate to leave where they are, some because of political reasons. Well, those would be legitimate uh, people seeking asylum. But, but uh, actually, the, when you look at the numbers, most of these people are running away. They're running away from a poor way of life. And uh, we're not even looking at the poor of the poor this time now. We're looking at people who just want to get out of their country. They're coming from all over. There will no longer be an America if this man keeps it up. It will be a nothing, a country of people who have totally different basic values, want to lead totally different ways of life, because there's nothing being done to assimilate the people who come in. When people came in in large numbers legally, and maybe even some illegally, they went to schools that taught American patriotism. They taught schools that they went to schools where you said the Pledge of Allegiance might have even said a prayer in a public school. You were taught about Western civilization and the value of it. You were taught about the greatness of the Constitution. You think they teach that now? You know they don't. The Teachers Union, which is a Marxist organization, is carrying out what Karl Marx wanted, teaching people that they should hate America, that everything American is bad and that everything uh, European or or uh, or uh, Marxist or one world like Soros is paying for is wonderful. Meanwhile, you have cowards like the mayor of uh, uh, of uh, of El Paso, Mayor Lesser, who is a Democrat, uh, who originally you know sent people up here, uh, then got in trouble with the Democrat Party. And now uh, the little coward will not ask for emergency declaration for the city of El Paso. 
Well, on Thursday, he was having a press conference, and he said, he's going to get $6 million from the federal government to help handle the wave of migrants. $6 million, and you can get him nowhere. The deputy city manager, Mario D'Agostino, who is a um, uh, uh, kind of a, the, those cities, mayors who have deputy uh, city managers are mayors who don't have the brains to run a city. So they have a city manager who theoretically has the brains to run a city. So the, the guy with the brains, uh, deputy city manager Mario D'Agostino, challenged him, saying that this would open up uh, uh, additional streams of, fund, of funding. And uh, particularly when 42 goes, they're going to have to declare an emergency. Lessig took the microphone from the podium, pulled it away, and wouldn't let the deputy city manager speak. Because he's a coward. He's afraid, a coward like Adams. Adams Adams isn't having New York declared an emergency. Already he said it's going to cost a billion dollars more. A billion dollars more for, for you and me. Because he wants us to be a sanctuary city. Remember, he invited them here. I know he complained about Abbott, or did he complain about uh, DeSantis, or did he complain about Ducey, or he complained about somebody. Yeah, Abbott sending uh, people here. But why wouldn't he send them here? It's, it's It's a sanctuary city. We've invited them here. Well, I think, I hope, we're the only city in America that has granted them the right to vote. Yes, it's being uh, it's being restrained by uh, right now by a court because it just happens to violate the New York State Constitution. God forbid the New York City Council should read the New York State Constitution. They just swear to abide by it. But they're going to let them all vote. Kind of jumping the gun to give you their real motive in doing this. They figure they got a built-in dependent. Democrat vote, because as people become at all successful, at all able to take care of themselves, if they have half a brain, they quit that crooked political party that, after all, even historically, is the party of slavery. I mean, they shouldn't even have that name anymore. With all the name changing they're doing, they should change the name of the Democrat Party, because the Democrat Party was the biggest single institution that supported slavery. And then racism after it. So El Paso is falling apart. It's going to fall apart some more. And the mayor is going to sit there because he's politically afraid to take on Joe Biden. Beyond uh, El Paso. How can this man sleep at night, Biden, with all the fentanyl that's coming into this country and the people dying from it? It, There's there's not even a, a question about where it comes from. Some drugs come from different places, and I've been I've been involved in prosecuting drug crimes since I was a baby. I ran the narcotics division of the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of New York when I was 28 years old. Uh, I, I'm not I, I I don't don't hate drug addicts. I don't. I've got great empathy and sympathy for drug addicts. I, I I've seen the worst of it, the heroin addicts and. And I've seen people make remarkable recoveries, unbelievable recoveries. I, 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 don't, I don't cut off the idea of rehabilitation either. But I, there are very few people except maybe corrupt politicians that I hate more than drug dealers. 
These are animals. When you when you watch the result of, of, of what you're selling and what you get for it, if you can watch it, if you can watch what happens to your friends in the neighborhood when you become a drug dealer, you're an animal. You're not a human being. And uh, fentanyl now is... Um, Fentanyl is Joe Biden's additional contribution to killing Americans. Fentanyl would not be coming in in these numbers if he hadn't changed the uh, several, more than several, uh, things that Trump did to slow it down. Do you know that now that the big liar, Mayorkas, is now asking for money to rebuild parts of the wall that Trump built that have become somewhat under uh, 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 pressure, have become a little bit, you know, busted up. Remember, idiot came in and do away with the wall. They're all again. Now they're going to build the wall. And Mayorkas is asking for the money quietly, secretly. If if you put him under oath, he'll probably lie about it like he lies about everything else. Uh, they did they did away with the wall, didn't continue it. They did away with questioning in Mexico, which was gigantic. They did away with putting pressure on the Mexican government. And I'm going to do away with myself for a few minutes and take a break. And uh, you come right back and we will get to your questions. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani and this uh, week, uh, for one week, we're without Dr. Maria who's visiting her granddaughter. And this Uncovering the Truth, as you know, is sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that takes care of the people who take care of us. So the city's price tag is a matter of debate between Mayor Adams and uh, the uh, controller, Brad Lander, uh, with regard to uh, how much he's costing us for all of the illegal immigrants that he invited. We're not allowed to call them illegal immigrants. But I think the description that I read to you of the lady in El Paso, of the people coming up out of the manhole covers, uh, fighting, shooting, and knifing people, might give you an idea that not all of them, of course, are, are criminals, but that a unknown percentage of them are, and more than a few. And then others uh, would obviously be uh, used by the by the cartels, for their criminal purposes. So this is a very, very large um, infiltration of criminals, uh, terrorists, uh, children that are being used for things we can't even describe and shouldn't describe. (sighs) See, I actually believe that when you've been as crooked as Biden has been all these years, you don't have a soul anymore. I think I think after that first bribe and then after the first lie and and then it becomes I mean he's a habitual liar he was a habitual bribe taker I just don't think he has empathy for anyone all these people dying of fentanyl it doesn't move him all 
these cities uh, with the with the Soros DAs like ours, where people are being killed. So Landler says it's going to cost uh, it's going to cost uh, three to four billion, and this is before the uh, additional people come in based on this disaster of Article 42, not allowing people to be sent back uh, just for reasons of COVID, which was used, uh, which was used by uh, even the Biden people to try to hold down the numbers. And when I mentioned to you before about about the walls, uh, the t- Texas Republicans um, have published a plan God forbid that uh, the Democrats should have a plan. One is to complete the border wall system. Number two, restart Remain in Mexico program. Three, plug and catch and plug the catch and release loopholes, which means don't just grab them and let them go free, and uh, start deporting illegal immigrants again and do it uh, in large numbers. These are all policies that Biden uh, canceled, and. Uh, because because Trump did them and they were successful. And, and he's our president. The FBI and Twitter. It appears as these documents are coming out that for some period of time they were one organization. I'm not sure who was in charge, the FBI or Twitter. Seems to me they both were. They met on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, monthly basis, weekly basis, talked Hundreds of times, just one uh, 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 combination of people talked uh, 240 times in, in a year. Uh, and then uh, Twitter's top ranks are, are riddled, as this uh, article by uh, John Levine, who, who picks up some really great stuff, by the way, in, in, the, in the New York Post. He's got a great article that says 12 plus ex-FBIers hired in upper ranks. Uh, and... Uh, Jim Hansen is quoted, who's president of WorldStrat, an information warfare analysis and consulting firm, said, a direct conduit between former FBI people and currently serving FBI people is part of the value of that Twitter's old regime was buying. They wanted that access, and the FBI was willing to do some of the normal things they should do, but also using Twitter as a means of silencing dissent and attacking political opponents. I think a lot more is going to come out in that regard. And this whole notion that Twitter, YouTube, and all the rest of them, when they were censoring uh, right-wing thinking, right-wing thought, when they were censoring discussion of the hard drive, stolen election, it was all uh, being done as part of a conspiracy, uh, an agreement with the Biden administration who had unbelievable contacts with them and unholy alliance with them. And that makes them quasi-government actors and all of the First Amendment cases that were decided uh, because they were private companies are wrong and are going to have to be relitigated and should be and, and other ones should be brought, including by yours truly. So uh, this is a... Um, this is probably... Without any doubt, I'm trying to think, the biggest deprivation of our First Amendment, biggest attack and destruction of our First Amendment in at least modern American history. So let's talk to Tom 
Uh, actually, we're going to have to take a short break now. So it's silly to put Tom on. But, Tom, you you stay there because you are going to be number one when we come back from the break we are about to take. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with uh, the Tunnels of Towers sponsored Uncovering the Truth. Today, um, exhausted doing this all on my own without Dr. Maria. She's going to have to come in and Give me some medicines or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I'm enjoying. Now I enjoy this part of the show the most. And we're going to go to Tom. I said Tom, right? I, I, or Tom, number one. Tom. Tom. Don't, don't be nervous if you're number one. Number one is good. Number one is number one. Well, we're going to go. We're going to go to George then. I mean. We're going to make George number one. George, you're in Rockland, right? That's right. Good morning, Mayor. How are you, George? Oh, pretty good. So I'd like to talk about some things that just came about uh, Senator Mitch McConnell. Mitch, uh, Mitch McConnell. Know. Oh, yeah. I think I, I think I know him. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, he, look, he always looks like, uh, he always looks so stiff when you see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so uh, I, he is really seemed to be working against uh, what's good for the American people, and uh, and basically it's not just him, the leadership of the Senate. Okay, uh, you know, by pushing this omnibus uh, bill, and this would be a disastrous as it is. We are going in. We are in inflation. We seems like we're going into a recession here. People are going to lose their job. Everything will get even worse. And he's pushing for it instead of doing the right thing here and putting it into a CR situation that next year, uh, you know, you know, uh, people uh, would look into it reasonably and come with solution to get it out of this cliff that we are on. And he works deliberately and intentionally, okay, you know, basically what? feathering his bed. Why you do know, you take care of his family? And, you know, well, and who, some... who, takes, who takes care of his family? Where, do, where does his uh, money come from? Do you know? Uh, Suppose I told you China. Well. His wife, his wife is uh, from a very wealthy uh, Chinese family that originally was from Taiwan but now is in really, really tight with the red Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is uh, at least a question, how the hell does a family from Taiwan get in really tight with the red Chinese government? And how many of, uh, how many of McConnell's decisions have been um, altered, affected, influenced by the vast amount of money that he gets from China through his wife? Uh, nobody's ever bothered to ask that. And and do you think maybe there was some reluctance to go after Joe Biden? Uh, and he didn't. I mean, I happen to know that he put pressure on United States senators to go soft on Biden. Because you start opening up Biden in China, the next chapter is McConnell in China. In fact, it's the next chapter. It's the next chapter in the uh, in, in the book that revealed this all. Now, I've never investigated 
uh, McConnell and China. I just know about it, so I'm not going to say he did anything wrong, but it is true that he got a great deal of money from his wife got a great deal of money from Red China, and uh, the, the bits and pieces I know of his positions, he's pretty darn favorable to China. I also know that he was an obstacle to getting Biden investigated uh, and really gave uh, some of the senators who were going after Biden a very, very hard hard time. And there's no question that he's sitting there worried like hell that they're going to open up. How much money did the McConnells get from red China? Let's go to Elaine who is in New Jersey. Yes, I'm calling about, um, I have two two questions. When will Biden be um, impeached? Well, he should have been already. I mean, uh, given the, given the, uh, given the stupid, idiotic things they impeach Trump for, including things that were frame ups that were paid for, right? And this guy committed real crimes. I guess they, they don't know what to do about real crimes. I mean, I could give you 15 of them if you want. <laughs> we could do, uh, but you know, I'd like to get him impeached so that they would, they would try him under the racketeering law and take his money away. We take it back if we proved that basically China was paying the Biden crime family in order to influence Joe Biden and that Biden uh, accepted it. And then we show decisions that are unexplainable uh, that only a person bribe would do, like giving up the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China. Uh, you got a RICO case. You, you can then under RICO, you can take his money away from him. I mean, it's it's outrageous as these guys leave office. I mean, think, on a much smaller scale, just think all these crooked congressmen that leave office and their wives, you know, their their wives are worth thirty million or forty million. And, I mean, this is this is uh this is the reason our country's in the trouble that it's in. We're corrupt, and we don't pay any attention to to it. And we and so many of them are involved in it. If you open it up, you're going to open it up on all of them. Uh, I think the House would be very well served uh, to to impeach him over what the hard drive proves because it would get the facts out. And um, let's go to Bob in Yonkers. Good morning, Rosie. How are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? How are things up in Yonkers? Not bad for now. Um, good, good. i got a question for you. Please. Shouldn't this idiot in the White House, Biden, be charged with treason? Because his actions are endangering the welfare of people in this country. And 20 percent of these people still vote for him. I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand it either. You know, treason, treason is a very, very difficult crime. It's in the Constitution. And uh, there are so many things to try him for. You don't have to try him for treason. You can try him for bribery. I mean, that's the the guy has lived a life of bribery. His career in the United States Senate is one bribe after another, starting with his uh, brothers, where they were cheap little, you know, low-class, take-anything-they-could-get, and then they made it to the big time. They became world-class international uh, thieves. 
Rudy, let me ask you something. Do you think we're ever going to see him and Hunter and Mike, Mike Artis uh, in handcuffs, all three together, being placed in the cell? I can't tell you the answer to that. I wish I could. Do we have to see that in order to restore a, a sense of unity in this country? Yes. Well, it's uh, a very powerful message. Yeah, I mean, the powerful message would be that the uh, biggest crimes yet established against a president uh, will have gone completely unaddressed because we don't have the courage to do so. And we don't have a system of justice that treats Democrats the same way it treats Republicans. I don't know how you unite a country that has a division right down the middle where Republicans are put in jail for things that are made up. Their homes are raided. And then Democrats get away with massive crimes at the highest levels of government. A country like that is going to be divided. I mean, that has to be solved for the good of the country. Uh, Let's go to Charles. Hi, Mayor Giuliani. How are you? I'm good, Charles. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you know, I, it's funny. A lot of topics I was going to talk to you about have been covered, but one of the things that seems apparent to me is that because Hunter Biden and his son have uh, taken so much money from China, and the last time that he went to see Z, the, the the head of China, he never brought up fentanyl at all. And then later on, in, in when he was talking, he says he has too many, too many things are happening. That are more important than the border because there's too many things coming through the border, and I I don't believe that you're going to be able to stop the fentanyl just by closing the border. Although it'll do a big, yes, uh, you know, right. help a lot. Right. I believe that it has to stop at the source, and and he did nothing to to even mention it to stop it at the source. So. Is his corruption so deep that the money he's been taken from wow. him is part of the deal that he made so that the border wow. stays open and the drugs continue to come in because he's getting a piece of it? Well, I don't know if he's getting – well, he's getting money from China, and China makes a fortune from the drugs. So, yeah, yeah since money is fungible, uh, you could say that. I mean, all I can tell you is – I never thought I would see the day where a question like that about a president would be a realistic question to ask. Uh, Only Biden can tell you how much all that money influenced him. Uh, It would be illogical that it it did not influence influence him at all. Remember, Remember during the campaign when he said that China really wasn't a danger to us and they really were friends of ours, something like that. Oh, yeah, definitely. You remember that, right? So I, I, I had all the information then. And the minute I heard that, I said, oh, my goodness. The guy's bored. Who in who in his right mind would say that China is not a threat? Well, and the other possibility is, you know, that he's not in his right mind. I, mean, I, don't, know how many, I don't know how many brain cells he's ha- he has left. Now, I have another question. As to when he took the oath of office... Didn't he uh, say that he would protect America against enemies, foreign and domestic? He sure did. 
what weight does that hold? Well, that holds a lot of weight. I mean, that that could be the ground for an impeachment. I mean, the 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 uh, the, the, the even the, even some of the decisions that he made were so reckless. I mean, how about the simple decision of taking the troops out before the civilians in Afghanistan, when Afghanistan is filled with terrorists that want to kill those civilians? He didn't get those those people killed. Would a would a would a competent president have done that? That's grounds was, for impeachment. It was, an embar- it was an embarrassment. Yeah, he. I mean, he he's a president where, you know, you often say presidents almost by the nature of their job, unfortunately and tragically, people are going to die by the decisions they make. But his decisions are so illogical and and uh, unsupportable. It's almost as if he's making it deliberately so that people will die. That's what that's what I was getting to. No, I know you were. You did a very good job, and uh, the uh, the real the real tragedy is that you and I have to have this conversation. I I never thought, you know, thirty years ago, I never thought I would ever have this conversation about a president of the United States. I'll give you another one. This is a small consequence, but it does go to whether there's a brain left and whether he should be impeached. And he certainly should be removed under the Twenty Fifth Amendment for not being able to carry out the duties of president. On Friday, <clears throat> on Friday, he, he just made the statement that his, his uncle Frank won the Purple Heart for his actions during the Battle of the Bulge. And he told the story saying that his father, when uh, Joe got elected vice president in uh, 2008, said that, uh, that Frank, his brother Frank, it was in the Battle of the Bulge, and he wasn't doing very well now, and it would be nice if um, if Biden could get him the Purple Heart. And Biden went ahead as vice president and got him the Purple Heart, and he gave it to Uncle Frank, and he said, you earned it. And Uncle Frank said, I did, but I'm not going to take it because others didn't live. Now, that could not possibly have happened. For the following reasons. First of all, there's no record of Frank Biden getting the Purple Heart. Number two, when he said he had that conversation with his father, that, you know, his uncle had been a hero in the war, that would that would have been in 2008 or 9 when he became vice president. Okay? Well, <laughs> Uncle Frank... Uncle Frank died in September of 2000 and no, his father died in 2002. So how could he get talked to him about it? And, and how could he have ever given him the Purple Heart? The uncle died in 1999. Uh, now, here's the point. This man has been saying things like this since the beginning of his career. He is a pathological liar. This is a this is a pathological lie. It's a disgraceful lie. It's like the thing he constantly says about his son being killed in uh, in in Iraq. It's horrible that his son died, but he wasn't killed in Iraq. And if his uncle did get a Purple Heart, there's no record of it, and his father couldn't possibly have asked him to do it when he got elected vice president because his father was dead then and he couldn't possibly have given it to his uncle because his uncle was dead. And what do you get? You get a little article in the New York Post 
This is an extraordinarily revealing statement from a president of the United States that he is either a sick, pathological liar or his brain is completely gone. Remember, this is the same man during the campaign who said that he saw Franklin Roosevelt reading the comics on television. There was no television until after Franklin Roosevelt died. Franklin Roosevelt could not have been on television unless it was his ghost. Why do we treat this guy differently? We're going to do this every Democrat president? We, we put another one there that's functionally moronic? We're going we're gonna to do the same thing? We put another one there who took $30 million from our enemies? We're going to do the same thing? And then we're going to go after – we're going to go after um, – We're going to go after Trump because he took some papers he shouldn't have taken or didn't? I mean, it's a fight over papers. There's not even an allegation anything wrong with them. And they want to put him in jail for papers. What did he do wrong with the papers? Did did he give them to China? Did he get money from China? Did he get money from the Ukraine? Did he bribe the president of the Ukraine? The, the, The double standard is destroying this country it's ripping us apart we had the greatest justice system in the world now we have a justice system that doesn't exist i can tell you that i've been the victim of it and continue to be i'm just a small part of it but awful lot of people are part of it and then and then we've got a we've got people getting killed in the streets and We've got these mayors who uh, Adams has a summit. He has a summit. Big thing. I had a summit when I was uh, when I was mayor and I brought Mayor Rendell in from Philadelphia and I brought in people from the Bush White House and it was all day and I stayed there all day. Adams Adams had a had a summit with the police and law enforcement. He made a speech and he walked out. Didn't even have the courtesy to sit there for the summit. Guess he was trying to work out what parties he'd go to that night. Couldn't even sit there for his own summit. What an insult to the people that he invited there. Of course, they were the rotten DAs that we have. What do they need a summit on? They need a summit on how to resign. Bragg? My goodness, Bragg. What a disaster. What a disaster. He's actually sitting there with other DAs. My God, I wouldn't sit in the same room with him. The guy has violated his oath of office the day he came in. Just spending, I don't have enough time to spend on him. So let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Christmas. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with Uncovering the Truth, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's what you do when you make your $11 contribution so that uh, the season of hope can be funded fully and every everyone can get their home. But that's going to continue right beyond, right through. They work 24 hours a day, every single day of the year, 
to take care of our men and women in uniform who die and make sure the families get uh, mortgage-free homes and other, other things they need, and also to take care of those who are catastrophically injured and need smart homes, homes that make it possible for them to have the maximum amount of independence. Put in, put in your $11 a month. Make, make, even make an extra contribution. Maybe put in something a little extra for, the, for our marathon. I was so proud to participate in it and so, so proud of all my colleagues here at WABC and particularly John and Margot and, uh, who, who, who really put so much into it, having Frank Silla here. It just was so beautiful. Christmas is coming, and I'll be with you next week. You know, I hope you tune in between uh, 3 and 4 on um, WABCradio.com, and uh, we will talk about Christmas each day. And as we get ready for it, each day leading up to Christmas is a reminder that we're awaiting the birth of uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, this um, this is a Christmas we need. We need this Christmas. We need every Christmas. Of course, we've always needed Christmas because we're sinners. And Jesus came to, Jesus came to give us a way to repent of our sins and, and lead a life that's a good life and a life that helps others and a life that contributes to others and a, a life that uh, has value. And value to me in life is how much you accomplish for others. What do you get done for them? It's a a society, uh, unfortunately now, our society has for some time become a a narcissistic society. For too long we've been asking the question, it sort of arises from Marxism, Freudianism, and uh, all of the the, the warped thinking of of the... uh, 19th and 20th, early 20th century, which is a person should be everything they can be. They should accomplish everything they can accomplish. That is not what makes you happy in life, to accomplish everything that you can accomplish. You know what makes you happy in life? What makes you happy in life is to figure out what you can contribute, to figure out what your role is in that big, gigantic human family. And how you make the maximum contribution to others. And then feeling that come back to you. I often would say that the best uh, social service network uh, is friends. Friends you've made over the years that you've been good to who will be good to you when you're going to need them to be good to you. And what religion teaches you, what Western philosophy teaches you is that happiness is derived by a sense of accomplishment. Now, sure, you can pretend to be happy. An awful lot of people look very, very happy, (laughs) but they're drunk, right? Or they're using drugs, right? Or they're engaged in activities that are uh, suddenly uh, horrible. There's a person, how many times do you hear, oh, he was a perfectly fine young man, and then he went and shot and killed three people? It's what's inside your soul that makes you a good person. And what your soul has to be filled up with are the things you do for other people. And Jesus gave you the answer when, when uh, uh, the people asked him, how, 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 do I, how, do, how do I get to heaven, Jesus? How do I get to paradise to be with you? 
And he, 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 he pointed to a poor person right next to him and he said, it, it, it's really based on how you treat him. If you see him, if you see me in him, then you're going to be saved. And this, 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 uh, for me and for many of you who are Christians, uh, he is the son of God. He is God. Uh, but even for those of you who aren't, this was a great man. There's nothing in his teachings other than love and caring and trying to live a life for others. He's a man that you, you he's a man that you should, and he is a man because God became man. But I'm talking now to people who aren't Christians. Read about him, learn about him. You know, he's what we need right now. Just like I've read about all of the Jewish prophets and read about Muhammad. I've read, I've read, about, read about Gandhi and learned things from all of them. You don't necessarily have to believe. Of course, I do believe in the prophets. They're part of my religion also. But even if you don't believe, it's, it's educational. It built, it, this was a great man. There's, there's, there's nothing in, in, in his teachings that's going to lead you to anything but to be a much better person. Now, you say, well, there were so many terrible Christians. Well, of course there were, because there were terrible people. Now, Christianity doesn't guarantee that you're a good person. Christianity gives you a way to follow, to be a good person. And God has given you the free will to decide. And whether you're Christian or not, you do well to live by the teachings of Jesus Christ about morality and about how to deal with people. Sure is a heck of a lot better than what we're being taught today. He should be restored as someone whose writings and 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 uh, sermons and are taught in school as a matter of history and a matter of ethics. Well, you have a wonderful, wonderful week leading up to Christmas, and Dr. Marie will be back with us next week. And don't forget, RudyGiulianiCS.com, my podcast. I'll see you on Monday. Bye.